Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Boss Wob saying. Thank you for tuning in, as always, wherever you're listening, watching, hit subscribe, follow, all that shit, so you know when these episodes drop. Ow. For today's episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably, like, I had a little uh, uh, mind fart there, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was like, you just saw me. Imagine yeah. you just call an ambulance right now. It happens to me all the time. I have a stroke when right you're now. At, when the camera comes on, you're just like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Dude, yeah. I usually kill it, but fuck it. Anyways, yeah. for today's episode, new guest. I've had a lot of repeat guys. Finally yeah. had someone new in I'm here. Bitch. I'm new. Crazy funny comedian. He's killing it right now, booking everything. Had to have him uh-huh. on. My guy, Brandon Ash Muhammad. What are you saying, homie? I'm good. How are you? I don't like that I just said Muhammad instead of Muhammad. Oh, whatever. Say I it. hate that say shit. Say it. I didn't even know it was pronounced that way. Maham Brandon Ash. I know. Hodo loves to say it like that. And I'm just like. Like with a hard. <sighs> yeah. 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 Yo, so like, it. W- right before we went live, I'm like, Brand, how'd you get the name Brandon? Because in my mind, if I hear Muhammad uh-huh. and Brandon. Yeah. It's, it's my hard. name is very confusing. My name confuses a lot of people. Okay. So let's, let's break it down. Let's break please, it down. Please, please. So both of my parents are mixed, right? So my mother is Trinidadian. Right, so her father is Indian. His his grandparents are from India. Yo, I need to go get a notebook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So his grandparents are from India. I remember my grandmother telling me that like his grandmother did not speak any English, and like all of that stuff. And then um, my grandmother, my mom's mother, she is half Indian and half black. But then there's like Spanish in there too, and like indigenous Trinidadian. And yeah, so that's really confusing. I see that in the hair, yeah. by the way, yeah. right now. Yeah. All that Trini stuff. All the Trini stuff. Yeah, that's in the hair yeah. right now. And then cut to my father. My father is um, Nova Scotian, but from Montreal. So his, um, his, what was it? So his mother is like black, Nova Scotian. So came here from like the Underground Railroad. Oh, his ba- mom. Like way back in the day. Like that's where that the, the East Coast black people yeah, come yeah, yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And then his dad is like this white Nova Scotian dude that I never met. Um, I don't know where he is. He might still be alive. If you're watching, hit me up. Um, that's your grandma. Nova that's my grandpa. Yeah, yeah grandpa. That's, sorry. that's my grandpa. So my mom's family, her, he was Muslim. My grandfather was Muslim. But then my grandmother, her father was Hindu and her mother was Catholic. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there was like. Yeah. So then when she married my grandfather. They were really upset. My gra- my grandfather, my great grandfather, was really up, mad at her, and he was like, "How could you marry a Muslim or Hindu?" And then she's like, "You married a Catholic. <laughs> you married a Catholic." But there was like, there's all this like weird stuff in Trinidad where everyone hates each other. Like my grandfather, my great grandfather hated when my grandmother would talk to black dudes. Yeah. And then she's like, "You married a black man. I mean, you married a black woman. Like, <laughs> but you couldn't talk to black men, so she had to marry an Indian man. That's like, yeah." That's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. What time period was all this shit? This so all this, these old rules. So this was like, okay, so my grandmother was born in 1942, and she moved here in 1970. So this was like 50s, 60s. God yeah. damn. Yeah. That's crazy. There, there was that whole, like, there's a lot of Indians in that Caribbean area, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's West be- Indians, right? Yeah, the West Indians. It's, it, the West Indies. It's because um, during, after the slave trade, yeah. right? 
they the British Empire was just like, okay, we can't do the blacks anymore. So who can we bring in? So they brought in the Chinese and the um, Indian people as like indentured servants. So it's just like, yeah, supposedly there, there's like a Chinese, like when I did my ancestry DNA test, it was like, it was like 5% Chinese. And I was like, what, where is this coming from? Where is this? Because I remember asking my grandmother when I was little, I was like, am I part Asian or anything? She was like, no, no. But then she was like, oh yeah, there is. It's like the ancestry you have, you have the printout. You're like, explain this shit. What the yeah, fuck? She's yeah, like, all right. It's just like, it. even like, like I remember I got tested and I was like 40 nine percent indian or something like that oh legit or and or like it was or not 49 maybe 40 percent indian and then i was like 38 percent black and i was just like okay it just says black it doesn't it's say just like where. african it's just like west african like black. all of that stuff but then with indian it was just like all of these different types of indian like i was like basically a quarter punjabi and i was like okay okay but i never even thought about doing that thing because yeah. i feel like it's just gonna be like sudan yeah, Arab, like and then like Russian, yeah. a little bit of thing like Russian. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I'm just like, saying. There's, there's, there's always uh, a freaking hail mary like. Yeah, there's side. so much random shit in my my family's crazy. Like the mixing. So how did you? Did you grow up in Toronto? Yeah, I grew up in Toronto. So pretty much you and I, we've been running in the same circle uh-huh. for years. For now. years. For but years. I would always, we would always just see each other passing, like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, 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 hey, oh, Brandon, oh, Brandon, like, hey, what's like, going on? Hey, we killing black it. Num- the black men onwards, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Each other, yeah. But it just got to a breaking point where now it's like, um, bro, you're booking everything. I'm just like, yeah, I guess. Brandon hasn't been on this. Sh- I hit you up. You're like, yeah, let's go, brother. This is like, episode one six. Like, I want to do it. This I've always wanted to do it. I was watching. I'm like, this is fun. I like this. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes I feel like if people don't hit me up because yeah. there's like a million people, right? Uh-huh. And I can even do Zoom. I'm not even, it's not uh-huh. even necessarily only Toronto. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, if they don't hit me up, maybe they don't fuck with yeah. me or uh-huh. something like that. You know how well, I don't get. hit people up. I'm just like, oh, this is your podcast. So I assume you book it. And I don't want to be like, put me on your podcast now. Well, I appreciate it. But yeah. at the same time, I almost expect it. Oh. And if they do, I'm just like, oh, sick, sick. Uh-huh. Like if it's some, like if you did, uh-huh. I would have put you on a minute oh. back. Okay. I didn't know. I don't ask for I don't like to ask for things. Well, you're so here either way, bro. Don't ask for nothing. Don't you ask. are, uh, you're killing it this year, yo. Actually, yeah. Before well. we even get into everything, you're fucking booking. You every time I see you, you got like the news anchor. This hour is 22 minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then you're Toronto on like some other thing with all these like the the whose line is it anyway? People and like. Oh yeah, I'm the head writer of Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. I didn't even know that shit, bro. It. Head writer. We do it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wait, so did you grow up in Toronto? Yeah, I grew up in Toronto. Legit, huh? I grew up, um, I was born at like Weston and Lawrence. Yeah. God damn. Intersection. Yeah. For all you doubters out there. All of the Somalis. I knew all of the Somalis. Yeah. You hear Whittia every day. Yeah. Like my my first best friend, my next, my across the the, the street neighbor was Somali. And then in grade two, I moved to the junction and um, it was all white people. Was it called the junction even back then? Yeah. Yeah. It was called the junction. This was back when the junction was dry. Where you, they weren't allowed to sell alcohol in the junction. What the hell? Yeah, and then the junction was crazy because I'm like I remember had I had so much fun at Weston and Lawrence, and then I moved to this white neighborhood, and everyone was so mean and so hateful. And <laughs> wait, 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 so 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 the junction, yeah, you couldn't. It, it used to be a dry like county? yeah, you couldn't buy alcohol. You couldn't buy alcohol. It was like at churches there. or something? No, so basically when the um, because you know High Park was owned by like some old. Man, like old money like old money and basically when it was given to the city in the like 1800s or whatever part of the agreement was just like oh the certain a certain amount of area a certain distance between or 
surrounding the park has to not has to be dry. It cannot sell alcohol. Huh? Because he was like he was old like very Christian. Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they were like, oh, okay, okay. We and they did that for years. And then I think it was like in two thousand and two, they were just like, ah, uh, we want to make money. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We yeah, want right. to we want to like invest in the infrastructure of this place. The so junction's mad bars now. Yeah, too. yeah. Now it's all bars. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't allowed. I had for no a long idea. Time. Yeah. What area did you move to? So I moved <laughs> to um, where is it? Dundas and where is it? Dundas and Quebec. Yeah. Is that like West Side, East Side? That's West Side. So Dundas and Quebec is near like it's like a net street, um Bloor West Village, kind of like Keel Station, Run and oh, Station, word, 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 Dundas word, word. West Station. When you say they were dicks, it was like racism or was it just like just assholes? I think it was a little bit of undercurrent of racism. I didn't really have the language or know what was going on but it was yeah it was a lot of like weirdness where people would just be like very mean to me for no reason or even like the this the kids like parents would always be like so crazy like i remember one time there was they were giving away all of these computer parts and then i remember i was just taking some and the lady was just like maybe you should leave some for other kids and i was just like i was like i'm the only black kid that you're saying you're like i just to. want some ram what yeah. the fuck what i was just like i just want a keyboard a mouse at, at, at what year is this? Are you like fifth grade? No, this was like, so I moved there in like 98. Um, so that was like grade two, grade one. That's so, they're yeah. just giving away computer. Yeah. The question is, why were they giving away? Like, I don't know what, what, what was, was happening. happening. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was like a weird seven years of my life where I was just like, like I still have, and when I have dreams, I still have dreams about the school. Like, I still have dreams. My dreams are still set at the school. What was the school called? It was called the Net Street Public School. Still open? It's still open. You motherfuckers. It's still open. We got a survivor. It barely, I barely, like, it's so crazy because, like, a bunch of those people are dead now. Whoa, oh, like, that you came up with. Yeah, like, one of my best friend from grade seven, she's dead. Um, Some God, people are in jail. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's. A that's, lot of people went to rehab. That's yeah. kind of the case yeah. with that. When you look, yeah. when you trace it back yeah. all the way. Yeah, and I was like, that's why everyone was so fucked up. That's why everyone was so mean. Everyone was having a horrible time. <laughs> so I remember I talked to my, like, bully from back then. And I was like, why were you so awful? Why was everyone so <laughs> awful to me? And she was like, because you were always smiling. She was oh. like, you were always smiling, and we wanted to see if we could break you because you just seemed like you were unbreakable. And I was just like, oh, I didn't break, but inside I was broken. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right? You're like, yeah. now you're on stage doing yeah. open mics. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, we did the job. She's wow. like, we did the job. We, we finished job. it. We did the job. How do you even link up with your old bully, though? That's crazy. I don't know. It was just like we went to daycare together. Like We used to like run into each other all the time. And then eventually it's like you grow out of all of that. And then you're just like, oh, hey, like. That reminds me of that yeah. Drake lyric where he's like, yeah. I even hooked up with my babysitter, but that was on some next shit. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that lyric. But that was years later, I was on some crazy. Oh, fuck off, Drake. Yeah, that's kind of like what happened. Yeah. Yeah. What? So seven years of just weird, like. Seven years of just everything. And I remember in grade eight, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to be completely silent and I don't want to talk. So I just did not talk to anybody that year. I just was like, I'll have a voice. And then grade nine, you went to high school. Well, I just remember being like, oh, I can't wait till grade nine. And I get to leave all of these stupid assholes. And I get to have like a fresh start. And I was so excited. And then I did. And then I did. And it went like exactly. Yeah, it went exactly. I like blossomed. Yo, fuck yeah. But it was weird because I used to go to camp. And I would have such a good time at camp. And not not religious camps? No, not religious camps. I went to a camp for kids with ADHD. Um, They're just like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it camped Toei, and it was fun. 
It was fun. It was a fun time. What, what, what camp for ADHD? Like, yeah. so what do they do? They just like give you Ritalin all day? I don't day know. It was really weird. So my mom used to put me in all of these like crazy programs. And one of them was called this program called Integra, and it was for kids with ADHD and ADD and or whatever LD, whatever autism, all kinds of stuff. Um, and basically, we would have like these meetings all the time with these other kids, and. Um, yeah, I just remember then there was like a camp and I remember the first year I did not want to go to the camp. I did I refused to go to the camp so they didn't make me go. But then in 2003 they made me go to the camp. And you fucked and, with it big time. And I was just like, yo, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then I went and I was like, yo, this is yo. actually nice. Was it like this is actually nice. Proper water, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 2003 to 2007 I went to that camp. Yeah. Bro, I went, I used to go to Muslim camps uh-huh. which are like exactly the same. It's uh-huh. so funny. It's the same as camp. Yeah. Traditional camp. But you got to do all the Muslim stuff first. Oh, that's so crazy. It's just like, all right. I didn't know Muslims the- did that. Yo, I they do. Because I'm like, I know the Jews do that. Hard. Oh, yeah. The Jews love the camp. Because it's yeah. culty. You know what yeah. I mean? Ironically, yeah. you, they, they, you so think So was it like a sleepaway camp? Oh, absolutely. Oh, damn. Fully canoeing, archery, blah, 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 blah. All of it. All yeah. of the, yeah, uh-huh. camp. Yeah. But it's also like, all right, everyone, we're waking up at 445 for Fajr prayer. And we're going to be okay, reading Quran for do, one hour. We didn't have to do any of that. They're like, hey, do you want a canoe today? Yeah, it's like, then we're we going to read Quran. We weren't allowed sugar. Everything that we had was sugar free. Yeah, because the 80s. Yeah, we were not allowed sugar. And they would like keep the like, sugar. I remember they would keep the sugar in the kitchen and it was like hidden and you need It's pretty like, much rehab. Yeah, basically. It's a child's we, we, rehab. Like, no right? sugar. But then there was like, yeah, we would, they would give us Ritalin because like all of our medications, they had to give it to us. Oh, they actually did medicate Well, it wasn't guys? like. Oh, they're medicating us. It was like parents, everyone was already on medication. Gotcha. So then they just had to be like, you'd be like, you have to go to the nurse. You have to go to the nurse. But like, brains in. And then they would be like, can you show us Can you show us your tongue? And I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yo, this is like Queen's Gambit yeah. where they had to like show them in the orphanage. Yeah. Girl interrupted. Yeah. Did, did, did your parents put you on like the ADHD pills from a young age? Yeah. From like, I remember I got tested or whatever. And then, yeah, in grade, when I was seven, I went on um, Ritalin. Yeah. Did and, you? I had a buddy in university who stayed on Ritalin for 14 years. No, I, I stopped kind of taking it in high school. I was just like, this is too much. Well, well like, like I've done Adderall and stuff in university to well, study, but with well, me, it just felt like, like all of my limbs would get cold, and I would just feel like a zombie, and I would just be like, I have to concentrate. Like it was just really weird. I just didn't feel like myself. Like it would fuck up with circulation, I guess. I don't know because I, I read it was something about like. Like flight or flight fight mode, so it makes all of the blood go towards like your vital organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why you're like cold all the time or something. I don't know. Oh. I just didn't like it, um, so I stopped taking it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who took it for 14 years and then got off of it yeah. in university. Uh huh. Yo, he failed that semester hard. Like he your body has to. Well, especially when you're taking 14 it. 14 yeah, years. You probably yeah. Developed took him like a year on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it made him pretty weird. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Wesley. We miss <laughs> you, know? you. We miss you. Yeah. We miss you. Where uh, is he? Wesley? No, no. He's he he came back. He he's came good. Back. He's it good. took he's like good. a year transition. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. good. He's good. He's good. Uh, he was actually my bully too. Oh, he was no, your no, bully. No, okay, okay now. <laughs> uh, so, I, so then, how did the whole stand up thing happen? Like, um, how did stand up happen? Did you did you get pushed into any degrees? First of all, like I, I guess you don't no, really come my from my family like, is just very like. All of them, I don't even understand, like, how does it, like, both of my parents are, like, weird, um, but, like, I remember in high school, I was always, like, funny, and I wanted to be, like, an actor or whatever, so then I was like, yo, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to York University, 
for acting because Rachel McAdams went there. Oh shit! And she was in Mean Girls or something. Yeah, yeah. she's and, she's from around here yeah. too. Oh, she's from, from around. She's here? from St. Thomas. Oh damn! A buddy of mine grew up with her. He said she was a bitch. Oh damn! Yeah, Rachel. She was his bully. I swear to God, Rachel was. Oh damn! And he was an Indian guy. She bullied him. She bullied. And Rachel. then she made it big. Rachel. Sometimes life's Yo, a bitch. Rachel. Sometimes. Yeah. Why you gotta be like that? You inspired the man got, too. Yeah. So then. Um, I don't know. I remember I was looking through college like brochures, brochures, not brochures. What's brochure? I actually uh, yeah. fully ditched brochure. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it's actually brochure. <laughs> like brochure? I fully believe yeah. what you just said yeah. as brochure? the proper pronunciation. Brochure? Bro- is that um, a, I fucking saying yeah. it wrong this whole time? Um, you saw a brochure for York. I saw no. I saw like one for like the different colleges. I saw there was a comedy program. Yeah, and then I looked it up and I saw like Deborah G. Giovanni had went there, and I liked the video on trial. And I was like, oh, she's funny. Success. You know, what? I'll go there. So then I went there, and then yeah, the rest is history. That's how I, I like auditioned and I got in, and then yeah. You have to audition to go to York. No, the Humber. Oh, the Humber. Humber. Oh, it was Humber. Yeah, yeah. You have to audition to go to York too, but for Humber, for the comedy program, you have to audition. Do they actually reject people though? I think so. Really? I think they did because there was a bunch of people that didn't get in. Oh goddamn! I thought they were just trying to get that tuition money. I don't know. I remember. I think it was like a thousand of people applied. Maybe back, maybe they do now. I don't know what they do now, but I remember a thousand of people apply, and then they only let like a hundred in or something. Fuck. Yeah. So you're one of the other long list of alumni of Humber College. I am. That's like half of the Toronto comedy scene. I am. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's got a Humber lot of Humber and Ryerson. That's the, the, the two feeder programs. I didn't even yeah. know Ryerson. Because there's the Ryerson, not the comedy program. It's like the Ryerson like film and whatever, media. Something like that. Media, whatever thing. A yeah. lot of people also came from there. Fuck. And do you actually look back at Humber like, yo, if I didn't take that, I wouldn't be where I am today? Well, I think I needed it because I was very shy and I needed it to be in that kind of like environment in order to like push me out of like, like, I don't think I could go to like open mics as a 17 year old. Oh, like, yeah. I get like, that. I wouldn't have that. But yeah, I think, yeah, it did push me to kind of like get into comedy. Yeah. Was but those curriculums are like a million things, right? They're not just like write a joke. They're just they're no. Like, there was like the comedy. There was like the stand up class, improv class, history of comedy. Um, what other? There was like we had to take like a general elective. They have to add a history of comedy yeah. class. They got there was um, physical comedy, clowning. So you just put like a banana peel on the ground, someone would. Slip it was on like it. we had to do like all of these exercises. Like there was this one exercise where like we had to walk across the room, and we had to stop when like whatever told us. But I didn't understand. Nobody understood. So we were like, "Oh, I counted this many steps," and then she was like, "You're not supposed to do that." And then I remember there was this one thing where we had to like stand in front of the middle of the class. Everyone was sitting down, and we had to make eye contact with every single person and have a moment with them. That's so weird. Yeah. And to teach you what, though? I don't know. Teach you to be, like, in the moment, to connect with people, to, like, take your time. Mm. Yeah. I thought, I'm like, this is teaching you to, like, being able to stomach awkwardness. Yeah, maybe anything, that's right? what it was. They're like, now yeah. you're ready to bomb, yeah. Brendan. Yeah. Now you're ready to bomb, yeah. you know? So it was like, that was, like, history. Or that was physical comedy. There was, like, the whole clowning chapter where we were clowns. And we had to like make create, up the whole thing. Yeah, we had to like make up like a clown performance. Then we had to pick like a clown person and do a performance together with them. And see, this is what happens with these schools. They always you got to package a curriculum together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just give people. Yeah. People want to know how to do stand up. They want to know how to act. Yeah. And improv. Sketch, those three things. Sketch and writing. Sketch. But then and, they're yeah. like, 
we need more things to fill these glasses. Well, yeah, there were some people who were really good at it. Other people weren't. Um, Any people like uh, still do comedy that were part of your class? Andrew Barr and Nigel Grinstead. Oh shit! They were like we were all in the same class. Yeah. God like, yeah. damn, huh? Uh huh. This was like years back, huh? This Ten is, plus years. This is yeah, twelve years ago. Wow. Um, that damn yeah. the original. Did they all? Do you all three? Of you start comedy after you graduated? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Like because even like open. during the program, you would like go and do shows like outside, try to get on shows. Like I remember Nigel and and, and Andrew did it very well, and they were like ingratiated into the scene. Like they were not ingratiated. Like what is the word? Like they became accepted. a part of the, like accepted yeah, into the yeah, scene because yeah. they would always go out and kind of and like do open mics, and do and the then, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you didn't feel like you were. I mean, I would, yeah, kind of, but not as much as them. Um, how I don't even understand how I. My origin story was like I did open mics a little bit, and then I just used to be crazy on Facebook, <laughs> and then people would be like, "Oh, he's funny. He's funny on Facebook." And then people would—that's how people like found out about me. Would you get thing. bookings off of like? Yeah, posts? that's how like I think it started. Really, that's wild. Yeah. I've uh, never heard that before. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's kind of how everything started. Was like me occasionally doing open mics and being crazy on Facebook. I used to have two Facebook accounts. <laughs> Um, Which is Telltale. Brandon Ash Muhammad and George Regina. George Regina? Yeah. yeah. And then I would like <laughs> Did argue with myself. Did all the dirt myself. come from George? Yeah, George was like the dark-sided one. Yeah. And then we would, I would argue with myself on Facebook and troll myself and troll other people. And yeah. And did ev- was everyone in on it, though? A lot of people liked it, yeah. So a lot of people found it entertaining. Yeah. And did George Regina's uh, profile pick was it you or someone different? It was like me, but it was just but like like, like everything was dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually yeah. hilarious. Uh-huh. Someone's looking through that comment thread like, "I need yeah. to book this guy." Yeah. You know, that's that's so- what happened. And then yeah, I remember <laughs> one time um, a friend of a friend came up to me before it was during comedy brawl, and like she went to go support her other friend. And then she came up to me. She was like, you're really funny online. Let's see if you're funny in person. That's like a mean girl yeah. scene. Yeah. Kind of. And then I, I I did the best that night. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I proved myself. Thank you. If you had a basketball, Thank you would have dribbled Thank it. You. And you're like, you. peace. And then she was like, yeah, I didn't even vote for my friend. I voted for you. And I was like, you're like I still don't like Thank you that you. much. Thank you. No, I still like her. Yeah. We love her. Uh, no names, though? I'm not going to expose. They know Tell who they the are. Tell them the eye contact. They know who they are. They know who they are. <laughs> So then the rest is history. And then did it, uh, like, this concentrated, from my point of view, like these bookings, I'm like, oh, this guy's on everything now. He's killing it. Well, it was just like like, I stopped. Drip, drip, drip. No, I stopped doing comedy, like stand-up for like three years. After there was like this whole thing, it was called like the Tim Sims Encouragement Fund. And no, no, get into this. What is it? Okay, so it was like back in the day, if you were like a young comedian, um, you could apply for this thing called Fresh Meat. And then through Fresh Meat, they there was like all these comedians. They chose five people or five acts to be a part of this thing called the Cream of Comedy. The Cream of Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and then from that, you won something called the Tim Sims Encouragement Fund, and you won $5,000. Okay. And you right? just got to keep it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whatever. Um, I did Fresh Meat. I made it to Cream of Comedy. And then I just remember people were so mean to me <laughs> after I got that. And they were like, like there was one person who came up to me and was just like, oh. Like, how did you get that? Like, you know, there's all these people who do open mics all the time, and they didn't even get that, but you got that. Oh, seems suspicious. And then, I don't know, everyone was kind of trying to be, like, using woke politics, but then they were like, I guess they're trying to make it multicultural this year. And it was, like, me, Franco, Nigel, this girl Diana, 
Bailey, and then this sketch troupe. And then, yeah, people were just, like, really mean to me and Franco, I remember. Like, I remember Franco talk. me and Franco have talked about it. And Franco was just kind of like, yeah, I remember doing an open mic and then people being mean to me. And then, like, like somebody else would perform, like, Nigel would perform. And they would be like, oh, here's somebody who actually deserves to be nominated for... for um, like, they would intro them? Yeah, like, intro them like that. Like, but then with a they, microphone. Yeah, but then they would be weird with us. Wow. And um, I don't know. It was just really weird. And I was like very young at the time. I was like twenty. Yeah. And like I was smoking a lot of weed and I was doing all of this stuff. And like my anxiety just became too much and I just like couldn't function anymore. So I was just like, you know what? I need to take some time away from comedy. So then I just kind of like focused on doing writing stuff. And then I got in this crazy relationship. And then I got into a car accident. And then <laughs> it's a very crazy story. Yeah. This is all this this is like this the is, three year gap. Thing. This is the three year gap. So yeah, and then we got into the car accident, then he broke up with me, and then I had started, um, I was like, I knew that I wanted to start like trying to do comedy again. So I signed up for this thing called Improv for Anxiety at Second City. And then I did that class, and then, yeah, that's kind of like how I started slowly getting back into comedy. And then it was like during this period, um, Hodo got asked to do Rap Battles, which yeah. was like run by like Freddie Revis and Miguel Revis. And she I think was, like, was oh, pre my yeah. time in the city. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, do you want to?" This was like 2016, and she was like, "Do you want to do it? Do you want to like? You should do it. Like, we can do it together." So then we did it together, and then I remember I like did the show, and it went like amazing. And yeah, that was kind of like how I got back into comedy. You're like, I'm back, baby. And that's how I came back. I was just like, I came back. I remember I knew I wanted to come back, and I wanted to come back with like a vengeance. And then yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, David Lynch said, uh, yeah. you got to go away to come back. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a year and a half later, I did Just for Laughs. And yeah, it's just been ever since then. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. In that years of writing, what were you writing? So I was just trying to like figure, I was just like, I'm just going to be a writer. So I wrote like this pilot. Um, nothing ever happened with it. But then I used it to apply for this thing called the Bell Media, Media Fund. It wasn't that. It was like. Bell Media and the Writers Guild of Canada present the writer, the diverse screenwriters program, and they used to have all of these just like, like ethnic niggas, like basically. They, Let us give you money. They would just like to... give us like this, like it was like a week intensive, and it was like all these different writers would come, and they would run like a writers workshop with us, and like a mock writers room for each thing, and. Um, yeah, and then there was like a part where you would get assigned a mentor and you guys would develop your project together. And that was kind of like how I got into writing. Was it actually valuable? Yeah, it was valuable. I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. I actually tried. Me and my friends, we wrote a whole pilot. We shot the pilot. Oh, we wrote shot the whole the pilot. Pi we shot the pilot to give a spec. We wrote the whole, we made an amazing treatment. We had all these scripts and got denied by every one of these people when you pitch. Yeah. Denied, denied. Uh -huh. Not what we're looking for. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Canada is so weird. I, every door closes. Canada is very weird. Well, you're on the inside. Tell well, me Canada's what I was doing Well, Canada is just like very weird. I don't even know what's, what, what, what is happening with Canada sometimes. Where it's just like, yeah, even like I've done a bunch of stuff and I just see that like, I'll find out that like people will be approached by like production companies being like, we want to develop a project with you and blah, 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 with whatever person. I'm like, I've never gotten that. I've never gotten any of this shit. Crazy shit happens. Like they get approached. Yeah, like they get approached. But it's like me, I would have to like approach. A lot of my experience in Canada is me having to like be like, yo. Please. <laughs> be like, yo, I got to I gotta make it myself. Like I got to go like run my own show. got to create my own opportunities. 
oh, I know. Yeah. I'm in the same boat, I mean, you're in the same too, boat. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying, like, the everyone. Dude, yeah, yeah. Every, and it yeah. was so good. It was so good. Like, everyone objectively was like, man, this is the shit, dude. Like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we had the spec pilot and everything. Uh-huh. But uh, And then CBC's like, we like it, but we need you to have a production company uh-huh. uh, in order to, to work with you. Oh, damn. So then we go to LaRue. La uh-huh. And they're like, well, you know, we like it, but we need. How long ago was this? This was like three months ago. Oh, months three months ago. ago four damn. months ago. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, uh, we like it. We just pretty much need more commitment from CBC to get involved. So it was like a yeah. catch 22 yeah, where they're both like, like, we're not going to touch it until there's money yeah. fucking up uh-huh. the pipeline for us. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. It's like with a lot of Canadian shows, it's very hard for like black people to get anything made because you essentially need powerful white people backing you in order for things to get anything done i know but they yeah. they love the uh-huh. putting it's so funny because yeah. i was talking to like Gulet from tall boys yeah he's like and we're talking it's like diversity is in front of the camera and every single person behind the camera yeah, yeah, is yeah. a 55 year old white literally guy or lady. every yeah and they're just like we love it oh Gulet, i love Gulet. you know what i yeah, mean like, yeah but it's just like oh can we do that and that was kind of it, like yeah, the first like ten years of my career was that people shit. being like, "Well, you're so talented. We Brandon. love you. Oh, we love. Oh, Brandon. I wish I could. We could find something for you." And that was kind of just like my whole experience. And then it wasn't until like everyone, like all the Black Lives Matter stuff yeah. happened, and everyone now be like, cool. "Oh, now we're cool. Now we're gonna hire you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Oh, thanks." Thanks, thanks. By the way, I've noticed that, like, from like, um, you know, they could BIPOC, pretty yeah. much like uh-huh. you're a minority. Yeah. I've noticed that now my bookings have decreased. And uh, because the Asian hate thing, a lot of the Asian guys I know are booking crazy. Well, that's good. Yeah. Whoever's getting the media is focusing yeah, yeah. Whoever on like, they're, they're just like, okay, we're the disenfranchised people we're, are. Whoever everyone hates. Yeah, we got to book them. We got to book them. We gotta, I don't know. It's like really weird. And. Always all kind of nonsense and weird microaggressive shit always is happening in Canada. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Now, you have had the privilege of working Uh on some, actually getting some of this Canadian money that's trickled down the fucking pipeline. It's only taken like 12 years. Um, (laughs) But congrats on that. So you're the head writer of Uh drag, is it Canada? Canada's Drag Race, yeah. Yeah. Canada's drag race. So how does that work? Like, I I don't even know what a writer's gig looks like, let alone a head writer's gig. Okay, so with Canada's drag race, essentially my This is like RuPaul, but for Canada? Yeah, this is like RuPaul. I mean, RuPaul is an executive producer on the show, and RuPaul is technically also on the show. Oh, Um, shit. But essentially, it's like, there's so many different things I have to do. So it's like, there's these things, there's like the scripts that have to be written. So the scripts basically entail... um, like all of the beats of the show, like everything that has to be filmed has to be like notified for in a script. Yeah. But then there's also like when the judges intro, like there's like these things called mini challenges and maxi challenges, and those need to be like introed. So I have to write those introductions. Like coming um, up next or whatever. The no, hell. it's just like oh, today we're gonna be doing um, a makeover challenge. Blah 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 blah. So you write that. Yeah, like I have to write that. And then... Because um, it's kind of half reality, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's like it's reality is very scripted, especially yeah. with those things. Like those beats all have to be scripted. Gotcha. Like, they can't just go on and be like, yo, we're going <laughs> to make water bottles today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like yeah. it has to be like fun and entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, there's like a beat of the show where there's like a runway. 
So, so there's like a whole like banter that the judges do between each other. I have to write that, and then when the queens all rock the runway, they have like little comments. I you write, write those. Th- I help write that. Um, when there's like a top, like when a queen is in like is gonna win a challenge, might win a challenge, or might like have to lip sync for their life. There's like little lines where it's just like, oh, in the challenge, you were amazing, but in the in the your runway was blah 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 blah. Like I have to write you all write that. You write that shit. And then when they get eliminated, I have to write like a little line for them being like, oh, sorry, it didn't work out. Blah blah blah. But it all has to be tailored to the person and everything. Is yeah. it? Does all this stuff I imagine with them now at these days? It's all Zoom, right? Like, do you guys um, ever get in a room together? With okay, so during the pre-production stuff when we're writing the scripts, that is all kind of done on Zoom. But then when we have to be on set, when for like certain pieces of pieces of the show, so where I'm the chair during filming, and it's like me and the other writer Laura, and we're like coming up with shit. Yeah, the way you said Laura there, I don't know if there's yeah. a beef. You're like, no, I love Laura. 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 Me and Laura, <laughs> we love Laura. Yeah, shout out to Laura. No, shout out to Laura. Um, <laughs> but and, so you're on set now. You're like massaging the whole thing, right? Yeah. So we're like, if there's any notes about scripts, we have to like deal with that. Um, sometimes there's like challenge scripts. Let's say they're doing an acting challenge, we have to help write that. Um, yeah, all of those kind of things. Yeah. Do you prefer to be in front of the camera? Or do you do you like the more the writing kind of thing? It's a mixed bag. I like doing both at the same time, just because it's like I get to like control my own narrative right yeah i mean that works <laughs> you're looking at me i was like ah oh, yeah. right narrative yeah. works narrative like, works. like you're control you're, you're doing like when i wrote the um the thing for 22 minutes about like black lives about black history month yeah yeah like that i wrote that and i really liked that 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 was fun because you present it you write yeah, it and yeah, present yeah. it and it's sides. like you know how you want it to be done kind of yeah. thing um but you know i enjoy both sides it's fun it's fun it's really fun when you watch your like work come to life that's sick. I have not been presented the opportunity. Yeah. Present is not even the yeah. right word. Or been uh-huh. well, how long have you been doing comedy right? for? At least six years. Six okay, years of comedy, yeah. But uh, from a writing point of view, I don't think I've actually written anywhere near. Like you've been writing for like a minute. So yeah, I mean, like, I, ha- I have to write a writing sample again. I have to write a new one. I haven't written one. What's the writing? Sa- this so is like how I have you to apply? write a pilot basically, yeah. and like yeah, just just to submit. Yeah, just to like submit so people can be like, oh, we want to hire you. And it has nothing to do with the pilot you wrote. Like in the sense of like that pilot will never like it's, like come it's to showing fruition. You, it's showing your voice your and what chops. you can do. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Like, can't they just look at your body of work? Be like, hey, I'm the head writer for this shit. I mean, that's shit. what I try to say. That's what I'm saying. But okay. I'm like, I have a CSA. Okay. But okay. If you guys want me to submit. Yeah. What's a CSA? <laughs> That's exactly what's wrong with Canada. So a CSA is um, a Canadian Screen Award. And basically, back in the day, there used to be this thing called the Genies and the Geminis. Yeah. And they were the equivalent of the Oscars and Emmys, but in Canada. Gotcha. In 2012, they combined them and they created the Canadian Screen Awards. Okay. So basically, if for like outstanding work in Canadian television and film... You're presented by the Canadian Academy at CSA. Yeah. Word. So it's like yeah. an Emmy, I guess. Yeah, like an Emmy or an Oscar, basically. Sick, yeah. uh-huh. dude. I didn't even know. I thought I always see CPA or CGA in in end credits. Uh-huh. There's always this one acronym. CPA? Isn't that like the not the, the financial? Yeah. No, that's like CFA. There's one that's like I don't know if it's for producers. Oh, CFC. Something like that. That's the Canadian Film, um, whatever. Like, like some accreditation. Yeah, right? like the CFC or whatever. It's like the one that like. 
films every or like funds everything or is it the CMF? I can't remember. I think it's the CMF actually. Yeah. Do they give you any money for that, or is it just like a little accolade? And that's no, they don't to give help you, you in the career. No, it's just like it's like you don't get a money for like an Oscar or right. an Emmy. It's like, I don't yeah. know. But you don't. Yeah. No, I thought you get like, like I don't think you get anything. Twelve hundred or something. But I mean, you get opportunities from that. But like nobody knows. A lot of people don't know what a CSA is, which is annoying. But well, now y'all yeah. know. Well, CSA, now y'all know. Recognize that shit. Yeah. I can't Canadian Screen Actor or Screen Screen Awards. Screen yeah. Award. Now yeah. I want one. Yeah. You can be on screen or behind the screen. It can be one. either. Yeah, yeah. Supporting, so you can writing. wear like supporting writing, directing, costume, casting, fucking right, yeah. bro. And then now this other show too that I've seen you on. What's it called? The last one laughing. Last one laughing. Yeah, that's now you're in front of the camera on yeah. this one. Like that is true. Yeah, yeah. I get recognized from that all the time now, and it's crazy. Yeah. Do you you yeah. like the recognition? Or I, no? At first, I Be found honest, it, I found it weird, and I was like, this is overwhelming. And then now you enter a room, and, and now no I'm just like, oh, this me. is fun. This is nice. This is nice. Uh, uh, what's the general premise? Because I, I, does this play on? Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on Prime Video. Prime Video. Okay. Um, so essentially, basically, it's based on a Japanese um, game show. Love it already. Reality show. So basically, <laughs> I think it was called Documental, and basically, it was like they put a bunch of people in a house, and they have to make each other laugh, and the goal is to be the last one who hasn't laughed, basically. The last one who hasn't so 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 people are just doing silly as fuck like shit? doing crazy shit trying to like make each other laugh and, and how real was it like obviously it's presented like it's real it was real it was real like they didn't even really tell us what was gonna happen so like we all went in not knowing what was really gonna happen we all prepared like these like crazy things you slept in the house too we didn't sleep in the sleep in the house yeah um it was only filmed in like six hours basically gotcha so they filmed us in those six hours doing our crazy shit. And yeah, the whole goal was to um, make people laugh, make eliminate people, and then be the last one that's not laughing that hasn't laughed. Who won? <laughs> um, Colin won. How, how Colin you... won, but it was it was a, it was controversial. Why? It wasn't controversial. Controversial. So basically, I was the only one that hadn't laughed. Yeah, <laughs> I had not laughed. So basically, when you laugh, you get something called a yellow card. You channeled that grade eight shit. Huh? Yeah, you 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 get a yellow card basically. And um, the if yellow you laugh, yeah. If okay. you laugh once, and the yellow card is basically like, oh, if you get another card, you're eliminated. Then you, you get a red card, and yeah. then you're eliminated. Um, I hadn't laughed. I hadn't laughed. I didn't laugh, but I also didn't eliminate anybody. So then, whatever they revealed this like twist where they were just like, oh, you had to have eliminated somebody. You have an hour to eliminate somebody, or oh, you'll be eliminated. So fuckers. then I got eliminated from that. But I was the only one that did not laugh. So. Yeah. Those motherfuckers, huh? Oh, whatever. It was fine. What well, they had to have a celebrity win, right? Yeah, that's the game. Maybe so. that's Canadian TV. I guess so. Canadian. They could have made a new guy, but they're like, nope. Let's keep reinforcing the old one. No shame. No, uh, no shade out to you. Brandon's turning away from. No, camera, no right? shade. There's no shade at all. I love Colin. <laughs> like whatever. Like it was like a fun opportunity. I just came there to have fun. Like I'm not mad or anything. That's yeah. Well, you look kind of mad right I'm now. Like, Why I'm are you mad. ripping the hell out of I'm the like, table? I'm not right mad. Now? I'm not mad. Brandon, relax, bro. I'm not, I'm not fucking I'm not mad. Colin, dude. I'm not mad. I'm Colin. not him. Colin, I'm not mad. But no, I love Colin. Yeah, he's an amazing person. Yeah. Um, what's your vibes just working on Canadian TV? But have you had? Have you been on anything American? Because I haven't I've been, been on, on anything American. No, I've been on a couple things. Uh-huh. Uh That that they're all shooting uh-huh. Hamilton, obviously. <laughs> shooting Hamilton. Oh, yeah, that's they all shoot. Yeah, Hamilton. I was in Hamilton recently. They, Everything shoots in Hamilton. I so there's all the weird credits yeah. and 
warehouses. All those warehouses that are empty. Studios. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I lived in Hamilton for three months recently. You're like all that I only business? got home like three <laughs> three weeks ago. I've only been home for three weeks. Like you lived there for three months? Yeah. How come? Just Because I was shooting a show. I can't say what show. Oh, um, yeah, I'm telling uh-huh. you, this one guy can't be stopped. Uh-huh. Three uh-huh. months? That's a whole yeah. season, huh? Yeah. You can't say which show? No, cover, I can't co- say. Cover it, cover it. Let me. I can't say. I got to know, bro. Well, I mean. Okay, I can't. You just tell me after. I'll just tell like, you after. You were like yeah. looking through the yeah, mic. Or shit. Like, yeah. Do you uh-huh. see yourself being in the States in the future? Yeah, I, I want to apply to go. Like I was starting my process and I was like, I have everything. But then they're like, you need a deal memo of someone offering you work for like this amount of time. And I'm just like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm also dealing with this shit yeah. right now. And I'm myself. like, how do you get that? And I'm just like, I have all of this Dude, you stuff. You pay for that shit. Yeah, I swear to God, you pay for that shit. Like you know Americans, right? Yeah, yeah, that will do the reference part. Yeah. So you got that. Uh huh. Your body of work says you're good to go. The deal memo. This is just like the technicality part of it. I yeah. think you can just get like managing like a like um a talent representation people be like, we will give him work for three years, whatever the application or something is. like that. Yeah, like you're I paying four hundred, yeah. whatever the fuck. But and like, it's just like, I don't know. I know, I know. Are you doing it through a lawyer? Yeah, I'm doing it through a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. you got to. Yeah. I'm, I'm using uh, Salma Hindi's lawyer. Oh, Salma Hindi's lawyer. Is that yeah. Zoe? No, What's that's not. What's her name? Okay, I don't know. Uh, Anuja, actually. Anuja. Anuja. Okay. I don't yeah. know if it's Anuja or Anuja. Yeah, but no, it's, it's Anuja. Just, Anuja. It's like all of this like weird bureaucratic shit. It's but then crazy. it's like when Americans want to come here, it's so easy Oh, for dude, the door's open. Yeah, and it's just like. I'm like, there's so many like Canadian entertainers that live in the states and like are like the most successful and like. You know why? It's because yeah. if you made it into the states, yeah. the amount of shit you had to do, you gotta yeah. make it. The, yeah. The money you paid. Yeah. A hundred percent. You gotta make it worthwhile. A hundred percent. Like Americans, I think it's like, I don't even know if they pay. They can just literally come. Yeah. And like, or or be like, I'm entertaining or whatever the hell. For me, it's like. Seven grand at least and a year is like yeah. And you gotta get apply for it. Yeah, yeah it's like that's the cut. Co- well, how was your cut. process going? Oh, I just I'm waiting on. So I'm uh, gonna release uh, my first comedy album uh-huh. and kind of like a mini special. Yeah, in a couple weeks, three weeks, uh-huh. we'll say to a month. Hey, damn, congrats! I appreciate you. And I'm gonna have some articles uh-huh. around it. Yeah. And I'm gonna use that to supplement the fucking submission because okay. it's like a fucking game with these yeah. people, yeah. You, know? uh-huh. you got to show that you're the guy, you know. Yeah. Well, it was like you have to show that you're like the only person like you or something like that, and it's like really crazy. And I'm just the, the visa, the O1B visa, is for like extraordinary talent. Yeah. So uh-huh. you got to show that you're like, yeah, god level, pretty much. Yeah. And that I was, was just like, I have so much like stuff, and I was just like, do I not? Well, like, I don't know. I know. It's like, can I just be like pretty good in that? Yeah. Like, no. No. They're just like, yeah, we don't know. Got to be Jim Carrey or nothing. We don't know. Sorry. We don't know. I remember I heard there was that girl. I can't remember her name. From She was on Lost. She's Canadian. And she applied for one. And they rejected her. After Lost. And this was like while she was going into Lost. And I was. I remember hearing that like when I had started doing comedy. And I was like, if she can't get one. <laughs> and she's on Lost. How the hell am I supposed to get yeah, one? Yeah, right? But then I just see all these random people getting them. And I'm like, how? what? How did they get it? I want to know what. I think it's a good lawyer, yeah. man. Because I used to be, I used to do engineering in the states yeah. for three years, and dude, it's just lawyers, man. Yeah, you get what you pay for at yeah. the end of the day. You know, uh-huh. that's the tough part of it all. It's like you could, you, I swear, you can get an open mic into the states yeah. if they have a good fucking lawyer. That is true. You know, that is true. And then some people are like, just do it yourself. I'm like, if I do it myself, I'm gonna waste time and be rejected. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen if I do it myself. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. The de- like when you apply, you apply through the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. And that shit is the worst. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, Muhammad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, focus on the Brandon. Focus, focus on, on the, the Brandon Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Ashma. Does that Brandon confuse Michael. people in your life? Well, it's like because my dad's last name is Jewish and then my mom's last name is Muslim. Like sometimes Jewish people will clock in and be like, this is really. Oh, a- the Ash is Jewish? That's so Ash. It, so it's literally like an oxymoron. In the, yeah, basically. In Brandon, like, Jew, Muslim fucking yeah, fight. But I'm not necessarily like I wasn't raised really in any of them. Like I remember I would go to the mosque occasionally. Very rarely. But um, yeah. Just to see the reference, just to see what's up. You well, know? no, because my grandfather would be like, oh, we have to go to the mosque. But because when my grandfather would go through phases where he was like, I'm Muslim today. That's old people will do that shit so well. I'm Muslim today. I'm Muslim today. Right when we're not going to celebrate when Christmas they're close to death, when they're close to yeah. death, they lean in. Well, on yeah, which literally that's what happened, and it was just like he had a Muslim funeral, and Muslim funerals He's are trying to wild. Guarantee heaven. Muslim He's funerals are wild. I'm sorry, but they're crazy. At least what? that one. It was just because it was just like I had gone to like all the other ones, and they're so like okay, there's a casket, you know, everyone is there. Um, so his like there's like we're at a funeral home, blah blah blah. blah. So his funeral was at a um like a mosque slash school yeah <laughs> and it took place in like an auditorium yeah <laughs> like a school auditorium like a fucking graduation like a like a gym slash auditorium yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a gymatorium <laughs> and whatever he was just there he was just there on top of like a old table wait who's visible like he was like in the casket in the wooden box yeah but he's closed up he wasn't closed he wasn't closed? he was in the white sheet wrapped yeah, up but not closed it was open that, i remember i looked in no. and the nigga's mouth was open i don't know how that and wait, I was, his face wasn't covered no he was like and i was just like i just remember seeing that this isn't right like, and i was just like yo this is crazy that's not how it's supposed to be yeah and then i don't know so i was like yo <laughs> the this nigga's is wild <laughs> the nigga's mouth was open lord let me in there and i was just like and then i just remember my grandma would be like rest now and then um yeah and then we that was like my experience with like a muslim funeral and i was like this is crazy no. and then i was like you're not allowed to look back and like yeah all of that stuff that's funny because yeah. you, you it was like you did like a bastardized version yeah i guess it. i did the bastardized version first of all like, you're not supposed to be in a gymtorium number yeah, one yeah. that's strictly no gymtoriums yeah. but the mosque will have like uh the morgue thing so they'll clean them out yeah they, they wrap cl- them up they cleaned him i remember like all of my uncles had to like wash him or whatever. Yeah, hold and yeah, help. Yeah. They clean him, they wrap him in the sheet, they put him in the wooden thing, but yeah. they're supposed to nail it and go straight to the cemetery. Well, they didn't nail it. Why was it open? Not only that, but they didn't wrap his head. They're supposed to wrap from feet to head, like his head's supposed to be covered. Okay, they didn't do that. They left his face they didn't do exposed. That. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was happening. That's but so I was just scary. I've just been traumatized for yeah, for like you weren't supposed to see 18 that, years about it. Yeah, that's probably why yeah. you're in stand up. Yeah, now. I was just like, damn, damn. What was also his death was very crazy, <laughs> was very like, like, okay, so basically, what happened? This is was, your mom or your dad? This is my mom's um dad. father. Yeah, so basically, it was my um, we had like a fire and then whatever, oh, he had to go to like the hospital and he had like he found out that he needed to have like a quadruple bypass, oh, so shit. then whatever, he had the quadruple bypass. And then all of a sudden, my uncle, my dad, because my grandfather had two other kids before he was married to my grandmother. Okay. So then he went and lived with one of them. 
and then they stopped letting us talk to him, and then all of this stuff. He was they were, and then they, my grandmother found out that they had changed his power of attorney, that, but they had like yeah. falsified it, and then basically, so they were like isolating him, and then my grandmother started calls from her. Um, Family in like Trinidad and Florida, where they were like, "I'm having a vision. A white lady is trying to kill you. A white lady wants all of you dead. She wants Bobby dead. They want you dead." And then, so my grandmother didn't tell her family what was going on at all. But then she kept getting these calls from all of her sisters. And then, so my grandfather's, so my uncle was married to this like crazy white woman. The first one. The 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 yeah. The one that two kids came from. No, he, this was like. Oh, so you said your uncle or grandpa? So my grandpa was um, has another had two children from another marriage. Yeah, not so then, not a white woman. No, it was like an Indian woman. I gotcha, think. gotcha. And then um, she, one of them was married to this white woman. Yeah, well, one of the kids. Yeah, one of his like his one of his first sons. Yeah, the ones that he's staying with now. The ones that he was staying with. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So they were married to this. He was married to this white woman, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they, she started getting these phone calls, and they were like, "She's casting spells. She's casting spells. You need to bless the house." <laughs> and then all of this crazy shit happened. Like all of my pets died. Oh fuck. Um. And and, and your Trini relatives had no idea. That they you- had no idea. Okay. But my, my family's very like like spooky like spiritual, witchy, like witchy voodoo shit. Yeah, Obia. It's called and, Obia. Yeah, Obia. They're like, she's doing, oh, yeah. So then I remember at the funeral, the woman was there. And the woman would be, like, crying. Be like, <laughs> And nobody was looking. No one was paying attention. But I was looking. And then she would look at me and she would smile and then go back to crying. Actually? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And I literally have not seen that woman since that day. Full smile? Full smile. And she did it several times. I'll never forget that. And that's why I was like, yo, maybe that was true. Maybe she was a witch. What the fuck? Yeah. Maybe she was a witch. Wait, wait, what did you call it? Obia? Obia. So, has, so your mom's like half Trini? My mom's full Trini. Full Trini. Yeah. Have you grown up with this whole Obia? Yeah, there's like Obia and Jumbies. And Do they say like if you cut a yam and leave it in the living room, it'll I don't block. know what it is. is there's it something that, that you're shit? supposed to do. Yeah, something like that. With like vegetables and shit? I don't know about vegetables, but it was just like um, like salt and yeah. Oh, my mom. Dude, yeah, one time salt. in my house too. Salt too. Something with salt. The Bible. I'll see just white uh-huh. sprinkles in yeah. corners. My yeah. mom was spraying no, salt. I remember my grandmother got like um, holy water and blessed the house. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, was she like super religious? She wasn't. She's not very religious. The rest of her family is very religious, but she was just like... Like she was like, okay. She was just like, I believe that this is bull- some bullshit. She thought she was just like, yeah, I think that they just want money. She's like, yeah, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the church because I think they're crooks. I love that yeah. shit. Uh-huh. I love but she's the only one in her family. Everyone's everyone, like, no. Everyone else is just like, we have to give all of our money to the church. Yeah, exactly. And she's it's just only- like, mm, no. Like, no. She's like, nope. I love, yeah, yeah. That old shit. Church is like just yeah. trying to get money all the time. Yeah. Huh? And she's just God like, yeah. always needs money, bro. She's like, why they always need stuff? Why yeah. they always need? Yeah, and everyone's uh, they're so entangled with the idea of like faith. Yeah, like you mustn't question it. Yeah, yeah. you mustn't question. It is not on us to ask. The church has administrative costs. Yeah, all of my like my other grandmother, my dad's mother is religious, but like not that religious. Like, um, I remember when I went to stay with her, she um, she, I got she's like I put some books in your room, and then the books were um the Book of Negroes, and the Bible. The yeah. Book of Negroes is like recent. Yeah. It? And then she was just, it's like, like an Oprah like, list. Yeah. She was like, just in case you want to do some light reading. <laughs> 
And then I remember, like, I, did, I just the left it there, and, and then the she was like, needed. I'm just going to take this back since you're obviously not using it. And then she, like, took the Bible out of my room. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Was this in North America? Yeah, this was in Montreal. That's, That's where she lives. so yeah. funny. Have you ever gone back to Trinidad no. or any Every of time places? I, I, I want to go, like, maybe I'll go this year, but my grandmother's always like, you'll die. This crime, they'll kill you. When? How old was she when she came here? So my grandmother was, I think, okay, 42, 1970. What is that? She was born in 42? So maybe 28? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good math. Yeah. 28. So she remembers it very clearly. It was yeah. the first My grandmother half. has made no... My mother knows nothing about Canada, does not have any time. Has not integrated at all. Has not integrated at all. I love it. Lives her life like it's Trinidad. I love it. Does not give a shit. But tells you don't go there. But told me does not go there. She's like, yeah, I like it here. But she's anytime I ask her any questions about like, oh, what are they doing? She's like, I don't know. I've lived here my entire life. (laughs) I've lived here. I don't have time. Yeah. I love that shit. Did any did your mom bring back any of the and your mom was born here, I'm assuming. My mom was born in Trinidad. Yeah. But moved here when she was one. Gotcha. Did she ever go back? She's gone back, but she hasn't gone back since like maybe the eighties or the nineties. Gotcha. Yeah. So is she like pretty Canadian and five? She's pretty Canadian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I always ask these questions at the end, uh where I go uh three questions ago. Number yeah. one, did you get beat? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like regular beating or yeah, trini like, beating? Like trini beatings. Like I remember one time. So anytime my grandfather, my grandmother would get mad at us, she would call my grandfather and she'd be like, break ass. And then my grandfather would just like come storming out of somewhere, like chasing us with a belt. So I just remember. What is that break ass? She's like, break he ass. Oh, break, break his ass. Break ass. It sounds and like my a grandfather would just spell. like come out of nowhere. Yeah, basically. Break and my grandfather yes. would just appear. She would just summon him. And a he would locust. Just, and he would just have locusts. like a belt and he would be running full force <laughs> at us. And my grandfather had like a heart condition. He'd be running and he'd be like. <gasps> he just wait yeah, the fuck up. And just like whip us. Like I remember one time um, it happened in the driveway of our house. And our driveway like, was right next to these like white people's house. Her name was Meredith. I remember they heard us happening. It's just like heard all of this happening and they were screaming. We were screaming. And then the woman came out. My grandfather's like about to beat us. And like has the belt raised. My grandmother's holding us down. And then she's like, is everything okay here? And then she's like, yeah, it's fine. And they all pretended <laughs> Meredith, to like. get out of here. Yeah, they all just like pretended to be nice. And then as soon as they left, it was just <laughs> Bre- like, yeah. Break your ass. Yeah, break your ass. <laughs> Yeah, I find, so you heard that a million times. Yeah, like, break yes, break yes. I'm gonna say that next time. My break yes. My little nieces yeah. or nephews start fucking around. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's something that um, you could say, Trini or, or anyone in your family yeah. that you kind of like? Pull, what's something they do no one else you've seen do? Like, what do you mean? Like, either usually I say there or like. For instance, I say like uh, Sudani people uh-huh. um, will have beds in the living room instead of couches. <laughs> like it'll all be a bunch of everyone um, will be horizontal or vertical. What is a very specific Trinidadian thing? Literally plants everywhere. Like literally my entire living room is mostly plants. Like there's like a whole plant section. It's all over. Just like all of these plants. The plants are gigantic. This is very Trini. Yeah, this is like a very Trini thing. Because I remember my aunt's house also had that. And like a lot of Trinidadian people I know. Um, what are some other things? The living room looks like a jungle. Yeah, they love they love a cabinet. They love a cabinet full of dishes. Oh, yeah. yeah like they fine love, china? Like fine china that they never use. And then every time you use it, 
they get so mad and i'm just like this is a coca-cola glass like calm down <laughs> um what's another one what's another one These oh good she my grandmother always does this thing where she tries to make like juice quote-unquote juice and it's basically she just like every time we have a pineapple she'll take the rind and she'll try to like ferment it but it just rots and she's like that's my juice <laughs> oh this is another one this is another one coca-cola and milk what the fuck so my grandmother would be like yes i'm making my drink and it's just coca-cola and milk and she drinks it and she'll like freeze it and she'll eat it like ice cream actually yeah, yeah coca-cola and milk is that it's just like, her thing or i think that's a trinidadian thing yeah really yeah. is there a name for it i can't remember my drink yeah coca-cola and milk frozen eaten with a spoon yeah man the world is uh -huh. crazy dude yeah the world is crazy. <laughs> That's so sick. I never even heard of that shit. Oh, and I also, if it's good. This is like another Caribbean oh thing. God, Dettol. Dettol. You know Dettol? Oh, like the antiseptic? Yes. Oh, they love yeah. to clean their houses with Dettol. Oh, so you smell it right when you Yeah. Have yeah. That I feel like is an immigrant thing. They're was, still doing yeah. it, huh? They're still doing it? Yeah, she still does it. Every time I come by Dettol... I, all I could think of is it's like, just so strong. North, I, 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 when I see Dotol, I feel like I'm not. I think it's we call it Ditor. Ditor. I don't even think of that as being in North America. I think of myself as being in Africa or Middle yeah. East when I see that it's shit. Like, like, because yeah, even like when cleaning. my grandfather had the surgery, he's like, I need Dotol. It's too strong. I need Dotol. <laughs> the only thing that can clean me is Dotol. <laughs> yeah. That's that old school shit. Yes. And so you smell it. And it like, just burns. Oh, fuck yeah. So remember my fit, my I like. When I was at a, a park one time, I picked up a pair of underwear, and my grandmother lost her mind and was like, we must clean your hands with that all. <laughs> and then just put my hands in the sink. My hands were burning. Yeah. Yo, that shit's yeah. too strong, that all. That shit's a yeah. corrosive as fuck. Yeah. That all. Oh, okay. Uh, last question is, who uh, who is the butt of jokes for Trinis? Like, who do they talk shit about the most? Like, like in general, like in the family, like not at, like in like um, you know Canadians talk shit about Americans. Yeah, Americans talk shit about like oh the know. Guyanese or the Jamaicans. The Guyanese or Jamaicans. Yeah, basically all the other black people that are not in the Caribbean. Guyanese. Yeah, or even like like um, I I heard the I had someone else on from one of the other islands and they said they shit talk Jamaicans because Jamaicans think they're like the shit in the yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, Jamaicans or the Guyanese mainly like anytime i remember one time i asked my grandmother a question she's like what is that some nasty jamaican food what is that or um especially guyanese like i'll tell her someone's guyanese and she's like oh you better run from them you can't trust the guyanese <laughs> you can't trust the guyanese <laughs> and there's like a weird beef between trinidadians and guyanese people are they like yeah. two islands close by well Gu guyana's not even like in the Caribbean. guyana is off the coast of um south america and then the Caribbean is like up here. But then we all like Trinidadians and Guyanese have like a very similar accents. Yeah. And like similar cultures, but like there's slightly different things. Like we don't do pepper pot. They do pepper pot. Um, we say curry chicken. They say chicken curry. If you notice um, how the clo the closer the cultures are, yeah. the more they hate almost. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they have to define yeah. themselves as. Yeah. They said never yeah. trust a Guyanese. You're like, never trust that Guyanese. <laughs> never trust that Guyanese. And it's, yeah, especially with Jamaican. My grandmother's just like, Jamaicans are disgusting. She's like, they're smoking weed with their dreadlocks. It's nasty. <laughs> and she's like, I went to Trinidad and I saw a man with dreadlocks. It was the first time. And they said, yes, that's Rasta Rob. And he lives in a, and he lives in a shanty town. In a box. That's what she told me. What's a shanty town? Like, a, the shanty town is like, 
like a like a like dilapidated like hood. Oh, like at the village. Yeah, essentially. yeah, like essentially. But it's like yeah, shanty town. Yeah, in a box. Yes, <laughs> Rasta Rob, Rasta Rob, or something like that was what, what his name was. This sounds like some story to tell. Well, my kids grandmother not always to... tells crazy stories. Like she used to call my mother Wamba, and I was like, "What's Wamba? Who's Wamba?" And basically, back in the day in Trinidad on the radio, there was like this famous radio personality, and her name was Wamba. And she was famous for being like the fattest lady at like some circus. Yeah. <laughs> and all the kids would yell Wamba Wamba. And that's what she did. She yeah. would call your mom that? Yeah, she would call my mom that. There's a lot of weird like things where I'm just like, is this a real story? Like my grandmother, I found some of my grandmother's old shirts from Trinidad. And it just had like in written on it in paint. It said 007. And then she was like, yeah, that's Trinidad. And Trinidad, we used to wear that. We used to wear 007, the 007 shit. That like, was cool. Like they, golden. Like yeah, or Bond. something like that. But I don't know. I don't even know if it was related to that. Like 007. Like that's the hot yeah, shit. Yeah, they'd be like, we, I went 007. But they would just like paint it on. Be like, I got the 007 shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's so. That's like Gucci over there. Yeah, 007. That's probably just that British shit trick. Yeah, I don't in, know. Right? There's so many like weird shit, like weird British things that Trinidadians say and drink that they're like, I'm like, okay. Because it was a, col- a British colony, right? Yeah, it was like a British colony. It was a Portuguese colony. It was a French colony. People don't know. That, like Before it was um, colonized by the British, it was a French colony. So there's like all of these like really, really old Trinidadians that speak like Creole. Yeah, which is some French. Yeah, like, like, like it's like what people in Haiti speak. Yeah, and um, <laughs> But they all died. Yeah. Like my grandmother's, gran- my grandmother's mother could speak it, but she can't speak it. So it's like everyone who's like... A hundred plus, ninety, whatever plus can like speak it. This weird language. Yeah, because they grew up speaking French or whatever. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so weird yeah. too. Louisiana's yeah. got that. Yeah, too. that Creole, the Creole Acadian. Yeah, fuck, bro. I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah, goddamn. Anyways, brother, let's land this thing. We hit the mark. We did right? it. We hit the we mark. We did it. We finally bro. did it. Yo, as always. Oh, well, how do you feel? It feels pretty good. I feel good. I like it. I, I, I had yeah. a fun time. And you probably walk home. I used to live close. Maybe to I will. Walk you'll, home. You'll, you'll, you'll Uber. Let's be honest. You'll Maybe Uber. I'll walk home. Uh, yo, yo. As always, please look into this camera. Tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Brandon AM Comedy on Instagram. That is the only social media I have. One more time, Brandon AM Comedy. You'll see it in the description below. Reach out, catch this guy live or on TV. Apparently, he's on fucking everything, and he just filmed a new season of God knows what. Who knows? I'm going to find out after. We'll see. From my end, come out July 7th. We're going live with the listeners. Click the link below. Sign up. Come say what's up. Let's see who's listening out there. I'm excited to meet the people. Uh, Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. It's your boy Abbas Wahab signing out. Brandon, thank you for coming to the crib. And I'll see you you at Comedy Hour, brother. I'll see you. Woo! All right, till next time. Peace!